0: Good afternoon, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are. Welcome to the Sage Sayers. I'm Debbie gardiner McCullough, DG McCullough. I'm a communications coach and a narrative coach from New Zealand based in the fine state of Wisconsin. Every week, the Sage Sayers podcast looks at communications tips and strategies, and we interview interesting individuals from all around the world who found the gift, the opportunity, and knowledge from life's inevitable challenges. This week, I'm looking into some interesting research by Jen Lim. She's the CEO of Delivering Happiness and author of the latest book, Beyond Happiness, which is all about building more sustainable workplaces. Her work made headlines with prominent business media this week. Lim, who founded her consulting company two decades ago to help build happier, more sustainable workplaces, sees the millions of Americans quitting their job as a great thing. Her point being, people now stand up for themselves, their values, and how to infuse purpose into their daily work. I've not read Beyond Happiness yet, but I do plan to, and I may even bravely ask Ms. Lamb to the sage sayers too. But in the meantime, this headline of the mass resignation becoming a a good thing got me wondering about what the gifts might be for us as communicators. In this week's episode, I'm unpacking five gifts from this mass resignation that I see from my vantage point as a communications coach, coaching leaders all over the globe. These gifts and opportunities I'm hearing come from the employee's perspective or the perspective of decision-makers for promotions, HR people, even CEOs and boards of giant companies. In doing so, I'm applying the sage perspective to a tricky social trend and problem, and my hope becomes not to stop the massive resonation, More so, ensure that if you're thinking of leaving your job, do so from a place of love versus hate, fear or frustration. And also, for all of us, Let's look at this whole pattern as a wonderful way to become the best possible communicator. Here's gift and opportunity number one. You have a learning opportunity to think and then ask for what you want. If you want more pay, a different role, or to work in different ways within more flexible times, now's the time to do so. Communicating what you want requires effective persuasive skills, But now, more than ever before, your audience will likely listen more than they might have listened a year ago. So whether your audience says yes or no doesn't really matter. What matters is you have an opportunity before you right now to make an ask, and that becomes your gift. In asking for your promotion or whatever you feel you need to say, another gift becomes getting strategic and audience-centered as you persuade. So if you've already received a promotion within the past two years, for instance, or even last year, but know you've excelled during these unprecedented times, then ensure that your audience knows what's in it for them and why they ought to perhaps bend the rules. We get to rules and flexibility in a moment. Gift and opportunity number two, communicate boundaries. One huge gift here is learning an opportunity to learn to say no or to at least establish boundaries on the numbers of hours you feel comfortable working to maintain mental and physical well-being, but also so you can do your job. This time of upheaval offers us all an opportunity to work in ways which energize versus drain us. So if you're thinking of moving on but you love what you do, why you do it, and who you work for, consider communicating with your manager what you can delegate, prioritise, or let go of to create vital white space and time to recharge. Gift and opportunity number three, take stock of abrasiveness and indirectness. For leaders and even new managers, the mass resignation means we must take stock of how we communicate. If we push, prod, or bully, get help for that unfortunate quality. Learn with a coach or with someone you trust how to speak and write in more audience-centered ways which uplift versus repel your audience. And on the other side, if you're an overly kind manager, overly comfortable and overly patient and you struggle to confront, use this vital time when people are on the move Or taking off an opportunity, taking up a little bit of an opportunity to do very little, use this time to practice directness in ways which establish boundaries, make clear, tangible requests, but stay compassionate too. Do all of this as you work to inspire those who underperform or seem lost. Gift and opportunity number four, review, refresh, and revise rigid rules. If your company has rigid rules on how and when to promote, how and when to offer pay raises, consider revising and recasting. Why? Because then these rules will seem more fair and reasonable versus inflexible especially to an audience wondering whether it's worth sticking around. If true risk exists in a senior manager, for instance, becoming a senior director, for instance, without having become a director first, explain this risk carefully and well. If the senior manager can do the senior director's job and kind of does it when he or she's not around anyway, and then that senior director leaves, well, consider breaking this rule to help retain that talent. Here's the folly in keeping rules just the same. Your star players will look elsewhere and or they'll get poached for a better pay. The work from home phenomena across the world has made it very, very easy for your stars to get poached because they can do the job from anywhere. Applying some empathy and curiosity here might become helpful too. So, for instance, avoid assuming that those who resign or those who are looking for work elsewhere do so for selfish or greedy or self-enlightening reasons. The past two years have required a lot from loyal workers. And I hear this time and time again. Longer hours, stress from working from home, often with others alongside them, Dealing with fear of death, harm or falling back or the fear of those they live with or hearing those fears from those they live with, even if they don't feel those fears themselves. It all creates this pressure cooker effect. So if your stars feel that better pay would help them feel more valuable and more happy, then pay them. If profits allow you to compensate these excellent workers, Do so. If you cannot, for whatever rule, make sure the rule seems fair. Gift and opportunity number five, my last offering for tonight infuse crisp and clear language into everything. Overall, this mass resignation phenomenon means we all have a chance here to work differently and more efficiently, too. With Dart leaders reporting shock, full calendars, dawn to dusk, may a one-hour meeting become 15 minutes through careful, crisp agendas? People speaking less? Some other ideas for crispness include user coach approach to meetings, both one-on-one and groups. This might mean asking powerful qu- discovery questions versus pouring information in. This might mean having comfortable silence for pondering, whatever it is. Try to do be more efficient in these meetings and burden your team less. Manage email by telling your team to loop you in verbally versus CC you on everything. Communicate the hours you're available and the hours you're not, and then stick to it. Perhaps you may also adopt different cultural styles in meetings. The American way, my European clients tell me, is for everyone's worth getting measured per their input and ideas, and that's why everyone feels they have to speak, they have to offer something. But in a big meeting, this can take forever. Must we all volunteer something? Just something to think about there. The European way, my American clients tell me, is to offer only when something important and relevant services. And then the Japanese I work with tell me about this beautiful idea... Of comfortable silence to ponder. And after that comfortable silence, sharing whatever big idea surfaces at the end. And that's what's coming to me this week via the Sage Sayers. From Wisconsin, I'm DG McCullough. Look for my website and my Calendly link in my show notes if you're interested in communications, coaching and training. So thanks for listening. I'll speak with you again next week. Bye-bye for now.